0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lows to Highs, Going Inwards and Growing Up. If you are new here, hello. I'm so happy that you're here. My name is Karin and I'm your host. And on this podcast, I talk all about personal development, mindfulness, self-love, entrepreneurship, healing, and so much more. So if you haven't already, feel free to follow and subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes. Also, if you haven't already, feel free to check out my merch shop, which is in the description box below. It's ecnu.com. I have created a whole set of digital products like a guided journal and affirmation phone backgrounds, along with some very, very cozy sweatpants and sweatshirts that I literally live in. 24-7. 24-7. I sleep in them. I wake up in them. I go out with them. They're my favorite pieces of clothing ever in my closet. Um, and all of the things that I've created for you guys are to help you live a more present life and help you become a better version of yourself. So um, check it out on my website. I'm almost out of stock in the sweats and I won't be restocking for a while because summer is coming up. So get your hands on them before they're gone. All right. So into this week's episode, and enough of the self okay. <laughs> promo. Um, I really wanted to dedicate a whole episode towards self worth and cutting toxic people out, because I feel like this is something that I that we all deal with at every stage of our lives, and it is a topic that consistently is in the background of our minds and of our lives. And I've had my fair share of unhealthy relationships and toxic people. And it wasn't until the past few years or so where I really took a look at my circle and realized who my true friends are versus people who are not serving me um, or who are just simply adding negativity into my life. And since then, I've been able to cultivate stronger relationships with the people that I truly do love and who value me, and I have distanced myself from people who do the opposite. So I want to share my wisdom on this topic and help you if you're struggling with this area of your life. So to start it off, I think the whole core of relationships in general stems from a place of self-love and self-worth, or lack thereof. When I look back at my life, the times where I had the most unhealthy relationships with people, or the times where I was drawing more toxic people into my life was when I had no love towards myself and I had no idea what self-worth even meant. I was either too forgiving, I was too kind, I was too naive, I was too much of a people pleaser and that's when I started to really lose myself in other people and back then like I mentioned before, I had no sense of self-love and I had no idea even how to build it. Like I just genuinely didn't know what self-worth or self-love meant and I just noticed feeling so distant from who I was at my core. So you're probably asking, okay, what is self-worth? So we all measure worthiness in many different ways. There's a bunch of different categories which I think you could, you all will relate to. But I'll go through all of them that I think are what we measure our worthiness on. I think the first is appearance—what our physical composition looks like, our weight, our skin, how we look, how we show up, like physically. Um, if someone doesn't think we're pretty, or if someone doesn't give us attention based off our physical looks that affects us that lowers our self-worth we think we're not good enough our income or finances or just like our possessions is what we measure our worthiness on like how much money i have or how many designer pieces i have in my closet we think that that's what makes us confident or attractive um our career or our jobs if you're working a nine-to-five or you have a day job or you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is, your role becomes who you are naturally. It makes you a certain person. But what we forget is when you lose a job or you quit or you pivot, you also lose your sense of self because you have attached yourself to that title or to that job. Another thing that we measure our worthiness on is our achievements. We identify ourselves by our successes. And if we fail, then we feel shitty about ourselves. Another topic is how people treat us. Do people admire us? Do people compliment us? Do they show up for us or not? How much love is someone giving us? Or how much are they not giving us? We measure our worth on how people treat us. And then I would say like last thing is pretty obvious, but the approval of others in general, and over our decisions and life experiences. We place so much weight on other people's approval of us. And the common denominator between all of those things is that they exist outside of us. Those are all external forces that we place our worth on, whether it's your appearance, your income, your career, your achievements, people, whatever it is, all external And when you place your worth on things that exist outside of you, those external forces fluctuate throughout the entirety of your life. So when you tie your self-worth to things that fluctuate, your perception of your worth also is going to move up or down. And so you begin to give your power to external forces that then rule your state of being allowing them to control your mood and how you feel about yourself. But the key here is that self-worth, that true self-worth, intrinsic self-worth cannot fluctuate because it isn't a physical external thing. It is something that is felt from within. It doesn't pay attention to anything external. It is a feeling of contentment and joy and satisfaction for all that you are as your authentic self. And so what does that actually mean is that your self-worth should be placed on things that exist within you, like your values, how you think, the way you love, the way you see the world, your mindset, your gratitude, your beliefs, your passion, things that are all internal. That is what you should place your self-worth on if we're dependent on outside validation for a sense of self-worth, then we will always run the risk of living our entire lives polishing up a perfect image to please other people rather than pleasing ourselves and having awareness of our inherent worth by simply living as our authentic selves. It's pretty deep. And it's really important to kind of Crack this at a younger age or whatever age you're at, but like to really notice this and be aware of it so that you can forge healthy relationships while also embracing the utmost love you could have for yourself. If you're asking yourself, okay, what does my self-worth look like right now, and how do I figure that out? Ask yourself a few questions. These are gonna these are pretty deep, so you might need some time to journal about it or like spend some time thinking about these things what are you tolerating in your life are you undervaluing anything how are people treating you and are you letting them treat you in that way is there anything like you're pushing under the rug for the sake of not starting any issues or not being confrontational is there anything that you're dismissing or choosing to ignore what are you being quiet about word and this is my favorite one what expectations have you lowered so other people can stay in your life reminder you must first protect your own energy so going into removing or cutting toxic people out of your life often when we place our sense of self-worth through or on other people, it's typically people whose approval we have not yet received. And so we're placing so much weight on how that person perceives us and how they treat us and how they love us or don't love us that we really start to lose ourselves. If there is someone who's toxic in your life, I'm going to be really honest, very likely that they are not going to change. And that might be because you've set the bar low on how they should be treating you. And you've set the bar low on what respect means to you. I've done that many times in my life where I lowered my expectations or lowered my standards or my principles just because I wanted someone to stay in my life. And when I lowered them, that person thought that that was the maximum. I guess, when in fact it was the bare minimum, and that's all they know. So that's not their fault. That's not my fault. It's more so like you need to set the precedent from the get go, from the beginning. Make set your boundaries. Otherwise, toxic people will continue to flow into your life. But if you do have someone that's toxic and that you're struggling to get re- to remove them, and your heart doesn't want to let go but your mind knows it's the right thing whether it's a partner or a boyfriend a girlfriend a best friend a sibling even like just anyone that's toxic in your life what we often forget is that there are certain people in our lives who are there from start to finish people who are always on the same page as you who are Matching your vibration and your energy and, and have the same goals as you and the same visions as you. And those people, keep them close because you're lucky if you have that. But we also forget that there are certain people in our lives who are only present for certain pages or chapters or volumes in our lives. And they have an expiration date. They are brought to us to teach us a lesson or to give us an experience or to show us what we want don't want or what we do want and not everyone will be in your life forever and it sucks but that's life that's the part of life but the key is having your sense of self-worth when you feel like it's time to walk away because when you have self-worth you know this is not serving me anymore and you know when it's time to cut them out and dissociate from them And the key there is knowing when to choose yourself over others. So let's ask yourself a few questions again. Are people holding you back from flourishing or becoming a better version of yourself? Is there someone that comes in and out of your life only when it's convenient for them? Do you tolerate that? Does someone gaslight you or manipulate you into thinking that you're the one at fault? Does anyone make you feel less than? If there's someone toxic in your life, ask yourself, is this person really adding value into my life? Or is the idea of who they could be if they did the work what I'm actually attracted to? It's probably the latter. But guess what? That person does not exist. They don't exist now. They might never exist. And you should never waste your time or your life waiting for someone to show up in the way that you deserve. Them to show up in. So if there's someone toxic in your life, appreciate the time you had, but you need to detox throughout your life at different phases when someone is not serving you. Your inner circle should be filled with support and love and respect and care and nurture and like it should feel light. You shouldn't feel this heaviness in your heart or darkness or stress or anxiety when you think about the people around you. If you do feel that way, there's someone or a few people that are toxic that you should definitely disassociate from. And look, despite knowing all this, I know for a fact I'm going to suffer disappointment in the future. I know people are going to be mean to me. I know I'm going to have my heart broken or my best friend's going to hurt me or something that's going to bother me. But when I have my self-worth, it'll always be there. So self-worth is what allows you to look at the people around you who are adding negativity And simply just choosing to walk away. And I think what you may be experiencing with someone toxic is something that you'll experience throughout life. You go through that when you were in middle school, in high school, in college, and then when you get married, I'm sure you have it. When you have a kid, you feel like that. Or just anytime you have like a major life event that allows you to kind of recalibrate on who you are and what you're about. And what I found is that people around you don't necessarily move at the same pace or in the same direction, but that's okay. Because as long as you move in your own lane and do things for yourself, you'll find true happiness and love from within. So as far as like how to cut toxic people out, I'm a very confrontational person, but not, I know that not everyone is. I think Sometimes you have to do it in silence. Sometimes you have to have that conversation with someone, but I think the key is to do it and never look back. Don't have the what if conversations in your head or I could have, should have, would have conversations. Like rip it off like a band-aid. You either have that conversation with them or you do it silently or you block them on your, you know, on your social channels or you delete their number or you stop hanging out with them, or you stop going to places that they might be, you need to do what is best for you. And that looks different from everyone, but knowing that you have the power to do that is really critical. And it's also just like a good reminder that when you cut out toxic people in your life that are bringing in negative energy, you are opening up space for positivity to flow in. And if that negative person was still present, you're blocking the doors or the entry points for more positivity to flow in. And that negativity would just cloud everything else. You know, like when one door opens, another closes. It's kind of how I think about it. Um, And you deserve more positivity to flow in your life. I think this topic is so hard to navigate. And it's like, it's something that I... I'm continuously working on and trying to become more cognizant of. There are things that I certainly still tolerate that I should not. There are things that I still brush under the rug that I should not. But it's through the awareness and through different experiences that you're able to kind of move above it. I also think often when we have toxic people in our lives, it becomes a pattern right? And so we tolerate the same things from different people. The best way to shake that up is to continuously and actively try to change the narrative by forging new relationships and kind of starting from square one and setting that bar high and setting your standards high and not lowering them for other people. Otherwise, you go through the cycle of toxic, 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 but you need to just kind of test it out with one new person or two new people and see and like like test out your theories about yourself and what you are tolerating or what you should not be tolerating and that is how you introduce a new level and a new way for people to approach you and respect you and tolerate you and be kind to you because otherwise when you're in that toxic pattern you feel like that's all you know and you feel like you'll never get through it, and that that's the standard for yourself, but that is so far off. You just have to be acquainted with one person who values you as much as you value yourself. Okay, so I also wanted to answer a few Q&A questions that you guys asked on my Instagram. So there's only a few that I want to answer, but here we go. Your advice to cultivate healthy relationships and relationships when you were hustling in your 20s? Great question. Kind of talks about it in this episode, but not fully. I think the best piece of advice I've ever received was place yourself in the environment of the people that you are striving to attract into your life. So if you want to be around entrepreneurs or if you want to be around fashion bloggers or if you want to be around people who love to travel or who are more art artistic or if you want to be around people who are more business-like or whatever it is or people who are more fun and outgoing and this and that. Where would those types of people go? And then actively make plans or outings with your current circle of friends to go to those types of places or go alone um, and start to just form relationships with those types of, of people. I think the more you see the type of people you want to attract, the easier it is to attract them. I also recommend doing things alone. It forces you to get out of your comfort zone and it forces you to talk to strangers, which is how you build new relationships. Um, And then as far as like when you're hustling in your 20s, I get that, that it's, it's really hard when you have so many different things going on in your life. I would say first and foremost, prioritize yourself during the week or on the weekends. And then I would say, Push yourself to do something new at least once a week. I'm sure you're busy, I'm busy, we all are very busy. Time is of the essence, but I think pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and also just like pausing the hustling side a little bit like you don't need to do it all all the time. Um, Friendships are so important, and you don't need to be focused on your career every single day of the week. I think. Carving out a day or a few hours throughout your week to do something with friends or to build new friendships is really important. Another question was, what did you study in college and how did you start a career in social media? Um, So I studied new media and digital design. I went to Fordham University in New York, which I loved. Um, I actually like wouldn't consider myself having a career in social media I don't know what I could consider myself. I feel like I'm just a content creator. Um, I work in advertising as my full-time job, but I, I guess it started in college. Like I took so many graphic design classes and digital media classes that I was so aware of it and just working and having so many different internships throughout college. I just knew so much about content creation and social media. I also have always loved... Branding and design, and so it's something that I played around with on the side throughout my life, like in high school and in college. And then a few year, two years ago, when COVID hit, that's when I started my Instagram page. And truthfully, like I had no idea what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of just creating and seeing where it goes. Um, so I wouldn't say I have a career in it, but I appreciate that um, compliment. <laughs> but I knew branding, I was passionate about it, I have been proficient in Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop and all those different programs. And one day I just started to create and I really am passionate about consistency and that's why my page is all the same. Like I have the same color palette and designs and formats and templates and things like that to make it consistent. Um, And I think that's what's really helped um, build my page as well. So, yeah. The next question is, how to stay motivated and consistent when you don't feel like it? Oh, sis. Oh, my God. I don't feel like it. A lot, (laughs) to be honest. Um, It really depends for me. Some days, if I need to rest, I will absolutely rest. I think that's the most important place to start with. I think it's also asking yourself whether you are being lazy or if you genuinely don't have the mental or physical capacity to do what you want to do if you're being lazy but like if i'm being lazy i just put on like some tunes or put on a good podcast and i just get up and go like i just force myself i don't care i just you just have to like push yourself you know if it's coming from a place though of I have no mental or physical capacity to do this right now. That's when I would say rest. That's when I would say go relax. As far as consistency though and like just staying motivated in general, I think it all starts with creating practical goals for yourself and not setting these big goals that are so daunting and hard to achieve and starting really small to build your self-confidence and your self-worth And then slowly you'll start to feel that motivation and that consistency follow because the more you start small and build that endurance and that consistency with the smaller task, the more you could do the bigger things. The next question is how to date mindfully. That's a really good question. Um, I think dating is just hard in general. I think as far as being mindful about it, I think it all comes down to awareness, like First of all, being aware of what you're truly seeking, what feelings you're seeking, what experiences you're seeking, what type of person you want in your life, Um, and then like being very clear on what kind of relationship you want to foster. And then second is being really aware of how you yourself are showing up. Like being very mindful of how you're communicating, the energy you're putting out, like what you're tolerating or what you're not tolerating. Are you going on dates just because you want to fill a void in your life? Or are you going on dates because you feel ready for a partner? I think it's just being really aware of your internal space and your headspace and figuring out why you want to date someone and whether you're ready for it or not. All right, that was it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to send me a DM if you enjoyed it. Check out my merch like I mentioned earlier in this episode. Follow, subscribe, all the things. Thank you for being here and I hope you enjoyed this episode.